0: Hello, hello, welcome and welcome back to Blazers for Goalposts. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Joe, and today we have our good friend John with us as well. Also joining us on today's pod is a special guest who Joe will be introducing shortly. And no doubt we're going to be talking about a football club that has a special place in our guest's heart, who I happen to have a bit of a soft spot for too. So looking forward to that, as well as a few games we have lined up amongst other things. John, good to have you back. What have you been up to since we last had you on the pod?
1: Yeah, man, I've I've been to Edinburgh uh, this weekend, which was uh, amazing. Uh, beautiful city and stuff. So I was just slinking about Edinburgh, uh, drinking a bit of whiskey and uh, practicing uh, my Scottish, kind of practicing my Scottish accent quietly in corners so I don't get beaten up. But yeah, no, great. had a great time. So that's what I've been doing, really.
0: <laughs> nice. I mean, you, I guess you're, you're one of those people that's just traveling during during the pandemic. But <laughs> I guess that's cool.
1: <laughs> Joe, Only within Joe. the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. I'm
0: not even allowed to. I'm, I'm in L.A. right now where it's been roasting and I'm not even allowed to go to England. I think because of our president, we've just been banned from traveling. So fair enough. Joe, it hasn't been as long since I've seen you. How have you been?
2: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Kai. Um, Didn't make it to Edinburgh, sadly, but I did make it to Acton earlier today. Um, So that was a bit of a a venture for me. But yeah, as you said earlier, Kai, we are very lucky to have another guest today. So a big welcome to the show to Nathan Caton, a man (laughs) described by Broadway Baby as funny, clever and a pleasure to listen to. Um, Nathan is of course a comedian who you would have seen on shows such as Mock the Week and Russell Howard's Good News And he's also an avid Brentford fan as Keitel sort of alluded to earlier on And we'll be talking all things Bees related a bit later on So Nathan, how are you today?
3: What's going on man? I'm, I'm cool <laughs> um, You said you were in acting. Are, are you a West London boy?
2: I'm actually a northwest London boy, but I did make the um, a few stops from West Hampstead on the Overground to South Acton earlier. So, uh...
3: Ah, in, in my my neck of the woods, my man. Up, <laughs> very nice. H- how are you doing, Nathan? I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, you know, this is surviving these very unprecedented times, and they keep on saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Just, you know, just plugging away, doing a few odd gigs here and there. You know. Uh, so um, get out of the house. That's that's the main thing, man. After. Lockdown, I'm like, I'm bored with this place that I live in
2: now. <laughs> no, I think we all are. We've been been at home for a long time. Um, <laughs> before we go into a bit of Brentford, Nathan, I know um, you're also a fan of the Toronto Raptors. So um, yeah. what I was interested in is when did you start following the Raptors? And of course, on the day we're recording this, they're actually going to be playing game five against the Celtics. So yeah. We- um, okay, so
3: yes, I will be watching it. Um, I'm probably going to have a quick nap. <laughs> uh, pre-dinner nap wake up have dinner and then watch the game sure. uh, so I've got energy otherwise I'll just fall asleep like, during the second quarter or something um, yeah I'll be watching that um, how did I get into supporting the Raptors um, I have family in Toronto on both my mum and my dad's side and I went there when I was uh, it would have been 97 or 98 and I fell in love with the city Toronto just Toronto for me feels like London but friendlier and cleaner um and also I love A&W A W Rubin, right? So like I just fell in love with, with Toronto. I was like, I want to come back here. I want to live here one day. I want to retire here one day. Um and then I, I was always a fan of basketball, and I was watching the t- NBA uh, 2000 All Star Weekend. It was a slam dunk contest. It was the famous Sir uh, Vince Carter one really did through the legs and then you kind of pointed it up and said, it's over it's over uh, and i was like this guy's amazing man this guy's great and then he was wearing the toronto raptors jersey and it's like all the stars aligned it's like okay i love toronto i love basketball this guy's amazing i'm a raptors fan and from that point i was like yeah Baptist. little did i know that that would be one of the few highlights for the next 20 years um but yeah from that moment i was like okay i'm, I'm raptors and Luckily last year, all that faith kicked in.
2: Certainly did. And um yeah, hopefully they'll get a good result tonight. And obviously with OG Ananobi in the team, a British born player, yeah. he can keep you know getting those clutch shots to go mm. in. Um mm. so yeah, so now um we know obviously that away from football, Nathan is a big basketball fan, but um for me my favourite kind of non- football sporting team would have to be the new york Jets. so uh, it is still a football team of sorts but just an american football but john what about you what is your favorite non-football team
1: i was gonna say like uh middlesex county cricket club and i was like no that's like (laughs) that's like the crustiest most boring answer ever so i'm gonna go for uh roger federer i think he's so cool and he's got his own little brands going on and he just looks so effortlessly stylish. And uh, yeah. Like his hair's always always looks good, even if he's like sweating last few sets. So yeah, for me, Roger Federer.
2: Yeah, brilliant tennis player. I'm a fan of his too. And what about you, Kai? Who
0: who gets your vote? For me, it's gotta be the Lakers. That's my current hometown team. I had a VHS tape of uh, the two thousand through two thousand and two repeat back to back to back championships that they won with kobe and shaq rest in peace obviously kobe and even where i live in la now somber point but not a million miles away from that tragic accident where it happened so la really came together after that and it's it was cool to see sort of how a basketball team and an individual like kobe bryant could um could bring an entire city together so the lakers are larger than life and uh, yeah i, I love them. that would have to be my team but yeah vince carter I remember him doing that slam dunk where he like literally jumped over another guy. And it's not just jumping over like another yeah. guy, like he's jumping
3: over another guy in the NBA. So that's like, what, at least six foot five
0: or <laughs>
4: something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
3: A... I and mean, when he said he jumped over, he didn't like just scrape over. He literally, there was, there was gap, there was air between him and the guy beneath him. And in the air, it was like half, half man, half amazing. Air Canada.
0: Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> in his, maybe getting into his forties now. And he's what, just maybe just retired? At, at...
3: Yeah, he he retired uh, during the lockdown because obviously the season didn't yeah finished late um so yeah you retired at 42 i think it was yeah i'll have some of what he's having
0: <laughs> all right we got just a few personal questions i suppose uh nathan before we get into okay. broader brentford chat and Given sort of traveling for gigs that you do up and down the country and the distance that you're traveling, I would imagine that potentially service stations might become part of that lifestyle. So I wanted to know if we could right now build like an oasis of a service station, what that would look like. So I'll I'll hand it off to you, Nathan, like things that, yeah, you would, I suppose, look for or be, be glad to see or would like
3: to see different. As in, like, my, my perfect service station?
0: Yeah, what is the Nathan
3: Tate's okay. perfect service station? Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to kick it off, right, with... um. I'm going to sound like a stereotype, but I don't give a shit. Can I swear? Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, no, I'll say I'll whatever you Oh, okay. Well, in that case, motherfuckers, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to kick off. Uh, it's got to be a KFC or Nando's. Um, I'm sorry. I know it sounds bad as a black guy to straight away go for the chicken, but it's that fucking tasty. Uh, so, KFC Arnando's uh, if, if I see that, then I'm, I'm pulling over Even even if, even if I'm not hungry, I'm still pulling over <laughs> Just to be greedy I had
0: sort of some notes And something I had was Little Chef Or even I think in Nottingham They might have one of the only Hooters in England So that could be quite a fun sort of service station thing but it I've like not,
3: been there not,
0: Have you been to it? Yeah, I've been to that
3: Hooters that in uh, Nottingham um, I went there on a Monday for that um, Eat as much wings as you can um uh-huh. and yeah, well, to be honest. to be honest, I mean we didn't go there for the wings, if you know what I mean <laughs> but uh, <What? laughs> no idea what went there for the breasts, and I don't mean the chicken um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, good restaurant
0: yeah, no i I've, I've been once or twice over here and um yeah it's 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 an outing as well as a meal. <laughs> Do
1: you know what. I've been to Hooters in Prague. I'm not going to try to make this like a Hooters episode sponsored by Hooters <laughs> or something.
0: Hooters, I've yeah. been to Hooters
1: yeah. in Prague, right? And the chicken wings are oh, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I re- highly recommend. Uh, I was going to say because that
0: sounds like it could get a bit rough. A Hooters in Prague,
3: but
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, you got you got to earn it. <laughs>
3: yeah. she, she had an amazing Adam's apple.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and
0: like the bartender was her brother or something but um, otherwise at this service station Nathan I'm going to push you a little bit more is is there a casino or is that the type of thing you, you like to see or or is that like a staple
3: no, no I'm not really a casino person arcades I don't mind arcades okay. are cool like um it's got particular games like um oh it's got the, the basketball Shooting, oh, yeah. arcade. Right. Um yeah, I mean that that I mean I'm I can play on that all day if you let me. Um yeah, that. Um what else? Maybe a PlayStation Hub, PS4 hub, you know, play some FIFA or something like that. Um bowling alley as well. Um yeah.
1: Do you know what? what That's else? what motorways lack.
3: <laughs> bowling <laughs> <Yeah>, Alley <laughs>
1: I've alleys. always thought that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <The> ten pin bowling. <laughs> <laughs> is just uh, yeah. severely missing from yeah most service stations. That's true. And then just a couple more facets of this this oasis of a service station being potentially if there's a branded mini supermarket attached. What what's like the brand that you would go for in that situation? Oh, hmm. Treating yourself to some like M&S or or is it,
3: you're not that particularly. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what good things the M&S do. I think... See, I go to various supermarkets depending on what I'm, I'm after. So like, so, like, okay, for that basic groceries, Tesco's, is like, that's a, that's a box standard, that's a staple. But then, like, Lidl do some good pastries, very nice pastries. So do Waitrose as well. Waitrose do this delicious butterscotch yum yum, which is very particular, but Ooh. fuck me, it's tasty. No, I'm
0: right there with you. That was my childhood, the yum yums. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. So saturated in. <laughs> Whatever oh, it is yeah. there, it's just sticky, sticky, sticky goodness.
3: Yeah, it's basically just diabetes on a stick. Yeah.
0: No, I love it. <laughs> well, I think we've potentially put together, yeah, quite a service station, folks. <laughs> but...
2: <laughs> is there going to be a chewable toothbrush in the um, the bathrooms, though? Has always...
1: <laughs> anyone ever actually bought one of those? Nah, they're really,
2: I... really
3: weird, those things. Never... Yeah, <laughs> there you go.
1: All those blue energy pills. Yeah Yeah man. never bought those Never bought those never.
3: Or even like The condom machines It's like who, Who's fucking In the service station <laughs> <laughs> Just that Yeah
1: I don't yeah. want to know I don't want to know What goes in the, in the Lorry section You know it's the Lorry section of the parking You know that's Where it's going down <laughs> yeah, yeah more space there, it, mate <laughs> Yeah yeah
0: We've just like Alienated an entire Demographic from this podcast I'm sorry I apologise to any <laughs> Long haul
1: lorry drivers
0: Yeah <laughs> That's all right. they're
3: not not listening, they're too busy shagging. It's fine.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. Joe, did you have maybe a slightly less silly question for us?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did have a question for Nathan. Um, I I mentioned I was in Acton today, and I was actually yesterday. But I was also in Chiswick Gardens yesterday. And when I was in Chiswick Gardens, I happened to stumble across a poster promoting the Chiswick Festival. And who was on this poster? None other than Nathan Caton. <laughs> um, what I was interested in is I imagine in this crazy period we're living in that gigs have been far and few between. However, clearly they are starting to happen again. So, what has your experience of performing live comedy been during this crazy time?
3: Um, a lot of like, look, this, like I've done Zoom gigs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, which have been, it's been okay, like, if you can hear the audience, it's fine because then at least there's some sort of interaction or some sort of feedback. But then I've done some online gigs where it's literally just me talking down the camera and I can't hear or see anyone else. So it just feels like I'm just having a mental breakdown. Or like it's <laughs> less comedy and more like therapy. Um, so I've done that. Um, I've done I've done some like uh, driving gigs, all right? Uh, just like a driving cinema, but it's just comedy. Uh, people drive up and it's in, in a field somewhere they drive um, close to the stage they tune their radio into the same frequency and then they're just watching you on a big screen while you're on stage but for, as for the comedian like for me, when I'm on stage you can't hear them laughing so, so instead of laughing they, they toot their horns so instead of oh hearing ha, ha 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 all you hear is uh, so, so have you, have uh, you ever been heckled
1: uh, by <laughs> yeah. like a car Everyone cards.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a car just Rams the speed. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. It's just, so, it's, so I mean, it's surreal. But once you get your head around it, you kind of just go with it. But looking at it now, I was like, bloody hell, man! That's, uh, what, is, what has my career come to? So yeah. And then now I'm starting to do gigs where like that were out in the field where people are like, socially distanced and stuff, or some indoor gigs, but in reduced capacity. But yeah, it's been it's been an experience. I'll put it that way. Have you, out of curiosity,
0: John asked about the cars, but over Zoom, has anyone ever, like, maybe, like, blank their camera and then felt big enough to heckle you through Zoom?
3: Oh, yeah, 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 I've had a few, like, you know, like, a few moments where it's like a voice of God coming out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, well, where, 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 where the fuck's that from? Mm-hmm. And then someone pops up and goes, oh, so it was me. It's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's been cool, though. It's been cool. I mean, it's, there's been no. Hover deaths, I, I don't think. Well, it's kind of hard to die like on online Zoom gigs. I could just, like, if I'm doing badly, I'll just log off and leave.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Technical <laughs> so. difficulties.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> or just like pretend to be frozen, something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's time for one of our classics, which is. Ooh, uh, yeah! And the game <laughs> is simple, I will give you a clue and then you all have to try and guess the mystery footballer And you can essentially keep asking questions until you eventually work out who this mystery footballer is So the first clue I'm going to give you is, is that this player is Scandinavian
0: Okay
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's very, very vague sort of person <laughs> yeah.
1: Scandinavian yeah.
0: Oh him! Yeah, is he like mainstream Scandinavian, like Swedish or Danish, or is he a bit more alternative? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's one. Of, he's one of those. Okay,
3: one of those. Is is he still playing now?
2: No, he is retired now. Is he a defender? <gasps> he's well. He's not a defender No, he's not a defender. Is he? Okay. is he still in football coaching? To my knowledge, no. But I can oh. just check that for you. Um No, he doesn't appear to be a coach.
0: Okay. Did he play in the Premier League? He did play in the Premier League. And he's Danish or Swedish? Okay, is he Swedish? No. Okay, he's Danish.
1: Has he played for Arsenal?
0: He hasn't played for Arsenal. There's not been there. Uh, Has he played for Chelsea and Birmingham? He has not played for Chelsea (laughs) and Birmingham. Okay, I was thinking of... uh, Was it Jesper Gronkjart? Yeah.
3: Did he play Uh, for United... City Villa,
2: no, but you're on to something with the kind of player you're thinking about, so it's not Peter Schmeichel.
0: Is basically, oh, is it his son? No, he's still playing, don't he? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 no, it's
0: a goalie, it's a goalie, perhaps. Well, yes, yes, it is.
3: Oh, Oh, um,
0: I'll tell you,
2: okay, so he, um, he, oh, wait, I've
0: got one. Did he play for Burnley?
2: No, (laughs) he didn't. Maybe he's got Ryan Jensen. I'd I'd say the the well the club he had the most appearances for in the Premier League was Sunderland.
0: Oh, I've got it. I think. Are you sure it was Sunderland? Okay, I was going to say Thomas Sorensen, but yeah,
1: that's what I was going to
3: say.
0: Yeah, Thomas,
1: Soren... oh, Thomas Sorensen. Some reason I see him oh. as more of
0: a, a Villa goalie. Yeah, he
2: was at Villa. As um, he went there, and then was at Stoke a bit more yeah. recently. But yeah.
0: Gosh, yeah, Thomas they have Sunderland. a lot of Dan- there's just a lot of Danish goalkeepers.
2: Yeah.
1: So... Thomas Sorensen, he's considered mainstream Scandinavian. So that's good to know. A...
2: Well, maybe yeah, maybe not completely hey. not British Michael, but you know. He yeah. played a lot of times in the Premier League. But I do have um, I do have one more player for you guys. And the clue uh, I'm going to give you is he had at some point during his career he played for
3: Brentford. Okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> really I don't get this now, mate. It's fucking embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Um Is he still playing or is he retired? He is retired now. Oh, okay. When did he
2: retire? He he retired in 2016. Okay. Is he English? He is not English. Oh, no. Is he British? No, but he's not
3: from. Is he Irish? He is Irish, yes. Okay. Um, Did he retire? Uh, with Brentford or did he go on elsewhere no he didn't he definitely didn't retire with Brentford
0: what position does he
2: well is he, yeah, is he a striker he was more of like a winger attacking midfielder Irish did he play for Ireland 39 times Ooh. Yeah, um, what I'll say for John and Kai Tell probably not for Nathan but for John and Kai you probably won't associate this guy with Brentford
3: Oh, yeah. okay. Well, would, would I say he would for
0: them? Yeah, yeah, you definitely would. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, would, man. Hmm.
3: Any batai in okay,
0: 2016? Did he play for a bunch of other Premier League teams or just like one
2: notable one? Or... He played for three separate teams in the Premier League but also spent a large chunk of his career in the Championship.
3: Mm. I think,
2: you know what, I'll give okay. you... I'll give you the club that I sort of most associate him with, and this might, this might make it easy, but here we go. The, the club that he played for the most was Reading. Ooh. Oh, Hunt. Yes, Stephen Hunt. <laughs> <Cool. Yeah.
0: laughs> Stephen Hunt.
3: Yeah. yeah. Stephen Hunt.
0: I didn't
2: oh, know wow. he played for Brentford Nathan, but it looks like he was pretty good for you guys.
3: Yeah, he was. He was pretty decent, actually. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, he, he was t- bloody old. Yeah, I feel old. He, he's retired.
0: Yeah, yeah. In 2016, apparently, was
2: the last time he played professionally. He,
3: it's, yes. it's a bit
0: awkward with him because he sort of wrote himself as like a bit of a villain role after the whole Petr Cech incident. Yeah, um, yeah. but like, obviously, can't really hold that against him. But it, unfortunately for him, that's been like a bit of a thing that stayed with him.
2: Good career though, lots of games for Ireland, and yeah, 25 yeah. goals for Brentford in the league. Apparently, Had bit, like, 25 like, goals. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Wikipedia yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is correct. That is what. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. And then that's no, no,
3: um, quite a few for us. Even his brother tipped up at
0: Reading with him. No hunt. No, yeah, Noel. yeah. yeah. Uh, Keeping it in the family at the
1: Majezky. Yeah. Didn't knock out any keepers, though. Did Did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: At the top of the show, I alluded to the fact that Brentford, Nathan's team, were a club that I have a soft spot for, and I did notice their rise through the football leagues and some great players that they've had, and that obviously their team recently has progressed quite a lot, and they can play some really good football, but honestly, I have a football manager 20 save going on with them right now, and I'm into the fifth season of that, and last year we came third in the Premier League, and we won the Europa League final, so I've also just gotten the England job too and uh, you could say that Brentford have given me a lot. (laughs) But but, uh, (laughs) on a more more serious note, um, moving back from what I spend too much of my spare time doing back to to real life Brentford FC. Um, Post lockdown, the team kicked on from a solid campaign and were brilliant. Um, But then in the last two games, when automatic promotion was in their hands, they let it slip, losing to lesser fancied opposition. Then came settling for the playoffs, and after that, the heartache in the final. Nathan, as usual, the other guys, (laughs) We'll probably have more sensible questions, but you're a Raptors fan. As we spoke about, Drake is a Raptors fan. You're a massive Mm. Brentford fan. Drake was in some ways influential in the Raptors run to the championship by essentially doing a lot of shit talking from the court side, getting in (laughs) opposition players' heads. If Brentford could create a role like that for you in the new stadium where you could be free to heckle the visiting team, would you enjoy that, especially if it could help get Brentford points?
3: Fuck yes. Hell yeah, I would, <laughs> mate. And being a comedian, that's like, I'm primed for that role. Now I can just, like, just rip the opposition to shreds. Um, yeah, um, No, they wouldn't even have to pay me. Just invite me and I'll do it for free. Hell yeah, I would do that, man. Um, yeah, just get into, into the heads of the other players, you know, because like, you, you can't focus on a game if someone's there going, your mum, I fucked her. She was shit, and I can do all that. Oh, mate. 90 minutes of that, yeah, hell yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I is, bet you'd be better like a,
1: than Drake as well. Imagine being heckled by Drake. Imagine how disappointing that would be. <laughs> be like, Come on, try harder, Drake.
3: Yeah, we're going to do Drake crime, your son.
1: Yeah.
0: Is there a particular championship footballer that you might like to get in there, Ed?
3: Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Who's in the championship? Um, anyone from QPR. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, they're They're our rivals. It'll, it'll keep, that's, you know, that's a QPR manager no that's Warburton he was, he was cool but QPR players definitely yeah and sort
0: of as a comedian who's been on the receiving end of, of heckling I can imagine that it can be good ammo or good fuel sometimes so do you do you think same with a, a footballer do you ever empathise do you see some players who you think the heckling sort of spurs them on some sort of crumble under the pressure but do you think some of them sort of like live up to it and they, they live to sort of like prove the home fans wrong
3: yeah, I, I think most footballers actually kind of, like, get egged on by, like, the stick that they get. Because um, then, like, if you, if you score a goal, if someone giving you shit and then you go and score a goal, they always you know, hold the cup to the ears, or whatever, or just stand there and pop out their chest. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a bit of, it's, it's a bit bants at the end of the day, isn't it? A bit of bounce.
0: Is there an equivalent in comedy, sort of, like, without literally dropping the mic? Because that might not be, <laughs> if you have to finish your set, I can imagine that's not, yeah, a great idea. But, but otherwise, yeah, after you've sort of destroyed a heckler is, what is that um that celebration moment? Is it sort of just looking around and hearing the audience laughing at this person or
3: Yeah. It's, it's when, it's, it, <laughs> yeah, when when the women are laughing with you at the other person and you know they're on your side, it's like, dude, you shouldn't have fucked with me, man. Um, <laughs> you know, or like if, if the person who they're with uh is, is like laughing or they, they're like, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry I'm so sorry. If they apologize on his behalf to me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Yeah, okay, cool. I know I know you messed up and I got you I got you good. So if you like manage to ruin their date, you've won. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he goes if he goes in crying and like he ends up in therapy, then yeah, I've definitely won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or if like if he's heckling and then like I destroy him or him or whoever it is, and then like Security comes and like takes them out. Oh, no. like, and then, and then the rest of the, the rest of the audience are like,
4: Yeah like, yeah. <laughs>
3: Game, set and match. <laughs> That's a lot to recover from,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, um, going back to um, the bees, mm. Um, Obviously, last year, whilst it ended in heartache, it still was a, a, a great season for Brentford in many ways. And with the new stadium now in play, I know it was the first game there yesterday. I mean, is, is this the start of something special for Brentford or are you worried now that you've almost hit your peak, and now with the likes of Watkins and Ben Rama likely to be sold,
3: have you kind of missed your opportunity to take
2: things to the next
3: level? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, the reason I say that is because, like, Brentford, like, our recruiting is, like, second to none. Like, we've lost so many players over the years, where at the time, they go, you're like, Shit he's a good player How are we going to replace him And then we somehow do And we're like Oh Where where did they find this guy from You know Like remember uh, We lost uh, Hotter When he went to Villa And I was like Oh man At the time He was like the best Brentford player I had seen In all all my years Going to Brentford Um, We replaced him Um, Malpai Went to Brighton uh, Just last summer And everyone was like Well who's going to score the goals And I remember thinking Well we've got Watkins He can play up front Um, uh, Who was it Dean Smith, he said uh, years ago that he plays on a win now, but he's going to end up being a striker. And you can see the glimpses, you know, and, you know, and this year has proved everyone everyone wrong. You know, he's 25 goals. and Yeah, um, so because I, I, I have so much confidence in our recruitment, I am not going to think, I'm not going to write off like where our our how far we can go? Like, the sky's not the limit. You know what I mean? Uh, well, the sky's I was saying sky's the limit. <laughs> My point is because of our recruitment. Right, uh, I'm not going to say that. You know, repeat. Um, I think we, we can still go even higher. You know, what I mean, we've got a new stadium now, so we've got a platform there to build upon, um, and it's it's a Premier League like quality stadium know I've been there um and yeah, it looks lush you know what i mean and it is the kind of stadium like it wouldn't look out of place in the Premier League um so yeah i i I still have hope that as disappointing as last season ended for us it's not the end of the road
2: uh, it's, i mean like like you said, the recruitment there that kind of money ball style of recruitment seems to be working really well and with the new stadium and everything um yeah yeah i mean i It'd be great to see Brentford in the Premier League. We just have to wait and see, really.
3: Yeah, I mean, last season was um, it was heartbreaking. I mean, at, at the start of last season, if you told me that we finished third, I would have taken it. But given like the circumstances where we, if we had just beaten Stoke, just beaten Barnsley, then we would be there. It just feels like feels even oh, even harsher now. But yeah. Uh, Onwards and upwards, man. There's no point dwelling on the past. You can't change it.
2: I know that from being a Spurs fan. No point dwelling in the past. Just have to <laughs>
0: hope it can get better.
1: What pass, Joe? What pass? Hey, um,
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey. Anyway. Brentford yeah. need a, a new manager. That someone at the wheel. Um I've obviously got a brilliant track record on football manager with them and I know that squad inside <laughs> out. I, I unfortunately it would be a lot of turnover. Uh, Brian and is the only player still in my squad in the in the fifth season from, from the original oh. Brentford team. And I've signed um who oh I got up front? Uh Mason Greenwood, Phil Foden. So uh oh, wow. yeah, no, let, let the good times roll at Brentford if if you put me uh, in charge, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and give me a lot, a lot of money. <laughs> I might have <laughs> to well, <yeah. laughs>
1: Um, when did you become a Brentford fan? Were you just like just plonked next to the stadium? <laughs> it's was like, well, this is it, this is how you oh, have to support now, or
3: um, I supported them out of my own accord eventually. Um, when I was a kid, like five six years old, uh, basically in my family, it's Man United and Arsenal. It was yeah. one of those two. Uh, the Man United relatives got to me first, uh, my oh, godparents. Nice. So, I grew up just copying them because they were United fans, and a lot of my friends at school were United fans. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll support my United. Um, and then when I was about maybe 13, 14, uh, we had some Brentford coaches come to our school for like a, a sports coaching day. Um, I did that, and then at the end of the day, we had a, like a little game, and I, they gave me man of the match. And I was like, oh, Brentford, that's that's just <laughs> down the road. they give back. They give back. <laughs> They do indeed, man. I mean, it, it was it was a cheap, like cheap that two pound medal, but I took it. Um, so I was like, hey, brother, that's down the road. So like from that moment, I kind of started keeping an eye on the results and stuff like that. Um, and then that, there was times like they beat Sunderland in, in the cups and stuff. And I, I remember like just keeping an eye out. And then when my brother got old enough to go, because he's like ten years younger than me, um, I went. Off, I went off to university, came back, and it's like no. Let's, let's go Brentford, man. Like that's that's our, our local club. Uh, we went yeah. and it was like it was it was an awful game, it was shit. I think it was like yeah. nil-nil against like Rotherham on like a cold day. <laughs> like, awful. It was disgusting. But I enjoyed just being at a game like in a stadium as opposed to just watching main out or Arsenal or whoever on TV. And from that moment on, we were like, all right, this is this is us from now. This is weird. We're going to support our local club. We have Brentford fans. Brilliant. And, and and then I wish more became...
1: people had epiphanies like you had. Like, <laughs> like, just shown the light of the local football club instead of supporting a Man United or someone from London. But that's another yeah, I, segment of the audience I've mugged off. But you know, <laughs> it's,
4: just,
1: it's just how it is. Sorry, guys.
3: No, but I, I, just, I just got, like, not bored, but I was like, why am I supporting this club who I... I I, I don't go to Manchester or whatever, or I'm not going to go to North London to watch Arsenal, but I'll go to Brentford because it's just there. So it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It makes sense.
1: Who was your all-time favourite player?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Um, mm, 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 mm. What, Brentford player or just player
1: in uh, Brentford player, all Brentfords, all Brentfords, yeah.
3: Okay, my favourite ever Brentford player.
1: Me and my mate randomly pranked um, Lloyd Owusu.
3: I was going to say Lloyd Owusu. Oh, he's serious.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Me and my mate pranked him on Twitter, like, years and years ago in school. It what was like, oh, know? please retweet us. And he okay. retweeted us. It was a stupid <laughs> joke. It was terrible. It wasn't even a prank. Anyway, yeah. Lloyd <laughs> Owusu. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Because he was, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the goals that he bagged in for us. But then Hotter as well. Like, before he went, um, H- Hotter was... Gotta be the most skillful, silkiest, sexiest man crush player I've ever <laughs> seen in a Brentfordshire. Um yes yeah, so, uh, okay, so I have um, a Lloyd Urusu, Hotter, or we had a defender called Leon Leg, um who I I had a soft spot for because um I, I played centre back when I was younger. And so I kind of felt like, you know, like if I was older, if I if I'd become become a footballer like that's kind of me so one of those two
1: brilliant everyone I, wants to be leon leg when they grow up not it, not gary exactly. Neville of the world It's leon leg i am i'll
3: be leon leg mate <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amongst other mainstay British comedy TV shows, our guest today, Nathan, has appeared on Mock the Week, where they like to play a game called If This Is The Answer, What Is The Question? Also, shout out Dara Green. I think he's an Arsenal fan like me and John. Um, so we're going to be sort of using that format for the same game, but I'll be giving strictly football related prompts. And it's going to be Funniest Question Wins. Sounds like it should be Funniest Answer Wins, but it's Funniest Question Wins. Um, I gave... Joe and John the prompts just before we got on the call to level the playing field a bit, as Nathan is a professional funny man. We're just amateurs here.
3: You but, say that.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. No, I'm just kidding. Nathan, I, I fully expect you to roast us. No pressure. Um, but Nathan, you you can go last in all of these uh, for a bit of extra okay. prep time. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to even give just like a bonus example answer out myself too, to give you even more time. Um, the first answer of if this is the answer then what is the question is it's Rebecca Vardy so that's the answer before the other guys tell you their questions or actually they're gonna have to lead because this is the only one that I didn't manage to think of something (laughs) for so maybe Joe actually you can go first
2: okay fine so the question I came up for this was who's the next wag John Terry is lining up for an affair
0: (laughs) oh
1: all right what have you terrible <laughs> terrible, terrible. Uh, who won? Uh, the, oh, no. I'm trying let. Wait, come back to me. Come back to me quickly. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll, if I'm, Nathan's I'm, I'm ready, full I'll... of pressure. Now Nathan's here. I'm full of pressure.
3: Nathan, if, if you're ready, you can go. Otherwise, I'll skip ahead and then we can... Okay. I, okay I, I've got one in. Um, okay. it's, it's Rebecca Vardy. Um, okay. Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood snuck up to see a woman last night. Which woman was it?
1: <laughs> uh, it's just, Rebecca Vardy.
3: I'm disappointed. Those are my two boys, Phil Foden and
0: Mason Greenwood. That I was talking about. I signed them. they clearly the the mates. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they like, have to. <laughs> I mean, they know the the discipline scheme at the club. They're gonna get a fine coming their way. From <laughs> now, I, okay. I like that. So we've got John. Are you Are you ready?
1: Uh, yeah. Who won the 2020 Nobel Prize? <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank we... you, Nathan, for the polite laugh. <laughs> that
0: was, that was good, man. It's between Joe's and uh, Nathan's, but I think for, the, for how topical it was, I'll have to give it to Nathan. Um, that so that's is... one, one point. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. If this is the answer, what is the question? Pogba and Suness. And my example would be, what is the name of the BBC buddy cop drama we've all been waiting for? Um, Joe, go for it Mine is
2: Who are tipped to be Strictly's first All-male dance pair? <laughs> yes,
1: oh, you I... thought about that That was great uh, <laughs> Mine my, my would be If you were a Northern escort What would be the worst threesome To turn up to? <laughs> that's yeah. funny Thanks Matt. yes uh,
3: Yeah, that's a good one, John um, Nathan, Nathan, how about you? Um okay, if they did a male equivalent of two girls one cup, who would be the stars
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That is wow <laughs> wow
1: that is great um
0: i think I think maybe i'll I'll edge it towards John just because for the image that I will now never be able to take out of my head that Nathan has provided I, I don't know if I should award that or,
1: <laughs> or I think you should award it, they're definitely an award. Well, I mean, John, if
0: John's um, foregoing his point, then
1: sure. I can forego <laughs> if, my point.
0: You're the one saying. <laughs> All right. Next up. Um, let's see. If this is the answer, what is the question? The answer is the Mike Ashley fitness tape sponsored by sportsdirect.com. And my question for that would be, if Woolworth still existed, what would you find in the two-pound bargain bin? Oh, that's a good one. The Mike Ashley fitness tape sponsored by sportsdirect.com. Joe.
2: Okay, mine is what did Steve Bruce credit in 2017?
0: <laughs> rapid weight uh, loss. I just uh, saw an image today because they've just signed uh, what is it? Callum Wilson. Yeah, Callum Wilson and Ryan Fraser. Ooh. And someone put like an image of a topless Steve Bruce. They were supposed to be like him just being really like gleeful. But because of that, that's even funnier now because I, I, I'm like looking in my head for this. Yeah, topless Steve Bruce. Um,
1: <laughs> John what would you find on a rainy Tuesday night in the middle aisle in Aldi? <laughs> I think me and you sort of had the same sort of, yeah, idea. Yeah,
0: it's same a bit, kind of reduction a bit of a bargain sort purpose. of thing. The type yeah. of thing that your nan would put in your Christmas
3: socket. Um Nathan? Um, what did the potential new owner of Newcastle see that put him off buying the club?
1: <laughs> very true. I, that would put me off.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I put me on fitness. <laughs> I, I like it.
0: Um, I think J- Joe. I'll give you a point, Joe. Oh, I love it. Nice. And then got oh, yeah a couple more. Um, this is the answer: twenty times, and that's a fact. My little example would be how many times a day does Jesse Lingard tell himself in the mirror that he's the best footballer in the world? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, twenty times, and that's a fact. What is the question?
2: What's the average number of replays from each VAR decision from last week?
1: (laughs) Nice. That's a good one. And that's a fact. (laughs) How many times do I have a mental breakdown over David Luiz's defending? Per game. (laughs) Per game.
3: (laughs) All right. Nathan, your turn. 20 times, and that's a fact. How many times have I said fuck Fulham on a daily basis in the morning? We'll <laughs> let like that, that one slide as former uh, Fulham season
0: ticket holders.
1: <laughs> Fulham have a cuddly reputation. I, I like Nathan's uh, bit of questioning there. Questioning no, the it, cuddliness. It's good
0: because it's hard to like, rock a Fulham boat because there's hardly a boat to rock. It feels <laughs> we've, been, we've been in the stadium like in the Fulham section. I'm an Arsenal fan. One time Van Persie scored the winner and I just you know got up and celebrated right next to Fulham fans and it was fine. Um, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I don't mind it. I think it's always good to sort of rock the Fulham boat. Um, otherwise, another yeah, there we go. What is it? Truck drivers, I can't remember the second group and now Fulham fans.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's assaulting everyone now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I, I couldn't help myself, apparently. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so, well, I'd like to give myself the the award for that one. But no, I'm not going to.
3: Don't repeat. do, it. No, do it. Do it.
0: Alright, I'll take a point. I'll take a point. Then uh, next up, uh, if this is the answer, what's the question? Tottenham Hotspurs Trophy Cabinet. What is the question? Uh, my answer is, where have scientists suggested is the safest place on Earth to avoid the coronavirus? because No, one, no <laughs> one's ever been in there. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, as a Spurs fan, what do you have for us? What is the question? Oh.
2: I thought of a few things for this, but the one I've gone with is: Where are Amazon planning to keep their potential BAFTA for their latest all or nothing? <laughs> that's quite good. That's
0: quite good, John.
1: Uh, where have scientists found a new black hole? Hey,
0: <laughs> oh, that's yes. good.
2: Classic, classic. And, they, and
1: that's topical as well because I think I believe they have found a new black hole, yeah, and yeah, it no. might be at the Spurs sort of, uh, <laughs> stadium. But yeah. Chucked all their talents and trophies down, and it just gets sent to another dimension. Yeah,
0: where where Spurs actually win a trophy? Is that that's what the, where
1: Spurs uh, actually win an FA Cup yeah, or something? Awesome. Oh,
0: that's where I want to be in that in that universe. <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> Nathan, if yeah, Tottenham Hotspur's trophy cabinet. If that is the answer, what is the question?
3: Um, where's the one place in the world they haven't looked for Maddie
1: McCann? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is brilliant. <laughs> Oh, gosh. (laughs)
3: You've got to give it to Nathan,
1: that one. That's that's a good one. That's Uh, a good one.
0: (laughs) The morbidity of that joke alone has. That's great.
1: I like (laughs) That was great. Kudos. Yeah. We've now pissed off the McCann family.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I wanted Kate and Jerry on the show. So, unfortunately, (laughs) we closed that door sadly, but oh well. Um, (laughs) Yeah, go on. Nathan can take that one. And then I've got a bonus, which is um, this last one. And it's uh, I prefer not to speak if that is the answer, what is the question? And I said, uh, what is apparently the only English phrase that Sergio Aguero knows how to say? I prefer not to speak because I've never heard him speak English in like the probably decade almost that he's played for City, which is a bit odd when he's like their best player. Anyway, Joe.
2: Mine's from the perspective of Gareth Southgate. So it's Mason and Phil. You were watching the Nathan Caton show on Saturday night after the Iceland game, right?
1: <laughs> that was good oh, that was shit. good
3: okay I like that I like that I like
1: yeah it's like
0: a full circle <laughs> joke nice um, John
1: can England score a goal from open play that was terrible but no, no, that's it's all I've got man that's all I've got it's relevant you know, explain. I yeah, know, but no one talks about it. Well, they just can't. No one slags off Gareth Southgate for it, but not really. Yeah, that's another podcast. That's another that's
0: thing. True. That is true. That's a, a longer conversation potentially. Um, Nathan, when you're ready.
3: Uh, so, so
0: I prefer not to speak. I prefer yeah. not to speak.
3: Um, is a question? Hey, Adam Johnson, how old is she? Ah,
0: uh, <laughs> love it. One, one way or another, Adam Johnson finds a way to crop up on our podcast. That's- <laughs>
3: that's a, that's
0: <laughs> the third yeah, time he's like, made it. on. <laughs> it?
3: it's a
1: hat trick yeah. for Johnson. And every
0: every time we like, we like quickly sort of just like sweep it under the <laughs> 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 Adam Johnson loves blazers for <laughs> Yeah, gosh, he's, if he was still well. Well, oh, well, anyway, I'm just not even going to... Exactly. This is the thing, is that it just can potentially bring up so many tangents, like the one that I was about to launch down. But, um, but also, though, I mean, a joke at his expense is is, is always a good joke. You know, I, think it's, I think it's probably fair to say that Nathan swept that section. And um, uh, congratulations, Nathan. I wish I had something for you. <laughs> it's
3: okay. I'll take the mold, Victory.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be above a two-pound medal like the one that Brentford gave you, but I mean, I'm here in LA, so the, the shipping, that will be my excuse.
2: <laughs> we do have one final question for Nathan. We know that throughout your comedy career, you've received a lot of plaudits, and we know, especially kind of at the start in your student days, you were recognized and won a few kind of awards back then. So we tend to normally ask guests about kind of rising football talents, but we thought we'd ask you, is there a young comic talent that we should know about that you think is destined for great things?
3: Oh man, it's, it's a lot. Because there's so many comedians out there at the moment. Uh, it's, okay, there's a guy called Mo Amme. Uh, he's very good, uh, Michael Odowali, uh, another one. Both very good comedians who uh, make you laugh and kind of make you think as well, which I like as well. I like, I like comedians like that.
2: So Well, we'll be checking them out for sure. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll try and get them on the podcast. We'll see. I don't know if they're football fans, but you know.
3: Yeah, uh, I know Mo's an Arsenal fan, and Michael's Chelsea.
0: Oh, okay, there we go. There's something in that for sure. Um, well, but um... in for a sec, Joe. Um, Nathan, do you? Know any of your comedian mates That are handy footballers or, or maybe flip side Have you met any footballers Who
3: are really funny um, Okay So Sam Saunders Is a football Former footballer He's now the Brentford B-team assistant coach He's funny um, <clears throat> In terms of knowing there's, there's a lot of comedians Who are massive football geeks I haven't played football for years Because I'm yeah. always gigging and stuff um, Lloyd Griffith Is the baby goalkeeper Well obviously he was on Soccer M So you might have seen that uh, Russell Howard is really good Dane Baptiste is quite good um, Oh, Tom Rosenthal He's really good as well It's quite a few um, But I haven't played football for ages So I don't know any newer, newer comedians Who are good at football
2: Well then uh, maybe next year if you start practising We'll see you in the Soccer A game next
3: year Oh you know what <laughs> I need to like, miss my agent and be like listen, I'm the biggest football fan you know Get me on that fucking thing
2: I mean, that's what I'd want to be on. If I was in your shoes, I'd be, I'd be angling to get on that game. It looks like a lot of fun.
3: I'd I'll, I'll love to play that game, man. Uh, I'll probably end up taking it too seriously, but I don't <laughs> care. I won't play. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, um, that
2: actually um, more or less brings us to the end of our show today. So, firstly, a big thanks to my co-host, Kaitel, and, of course, john as well and an even bigger thanks to nathan thank you so much for coming on and we just wanted to give you the platform to really i don't know if you've got anything you'd like to share with our listeners if you've got any gigs coming up or anything else
3: really yeah um so gigs are starting up again um they're all on my website nathancation.com uh, I'm on all the socials, um, social media. In- Instagram is Nathan. Katon, Twitter is nathancaton. Um, I've got two podcasts that I'm on at the moment. One is called Give Me Some Good News, where uh, I have like a guest on and we just go through like, some good news stories as opposed to all the doom and gloom of the news. And another one called The uh, Englishman, and Irishman, and Scott, where we just chat about our lives some different perspectives. Um, but yeah, if you're on, follow me on social media and you'll find all the stuff and my YouTube links and et etc. et cetera.
2: Brilliant. Well, we, we definitely will be doing that. And we hope our listeners do too. Um, remember to follow us on Twitter at BlazersFGPod and on Instagram and Facebook as well at Blazers for Goalposts. We're going to end today with a new tune from the DJs, Theon Bauer and Takao. Take it away, Theon.
1: Hey, this is Theon Bauer, and you've been listening to Blazers for Goalposts. This is a track by me and my mate Takao. Uh, It's called Ascender O'Farol and it's out now on Rare Weary Records. Hope you enjoy.